Welcome to Brazen, a weekly podcast where we get down and dirty on how we can live a more bold, curious, and vibrant life. We are your hosts, Callie Hughes, a self-care coach and nurse practitioner, and Valerie King-Maller, a business growth and mindset coach. In this podcast, we are helping women stop people-pleasing and perfectionism, awaken their inner badass, and discover what can happen when we take the lead in our own life. Join us as we explore everything available to us when we brazenly take accountability for our life and well-being. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Brazen Podcast. We are your hosts, Callie and Valerie. And today we are going to be talking about different ways that your insecurities are showing up in your leadership. Specifically today, we're going to be talking about not taking all of your PTO. And this can go for, you know, obviously if you're in like a corporate or a small business leadership position, you know, you have your time off, but also if you're self-employed, you're an entrepreneur, you can just substitute not taking all your PTO for like just not taking any time off for yourself. So before we dive into that topic, what are you loving this week, Callie? Well, in the context of our topic today, I am loving making plans for my own summer vacation with my family. So this past couple of weeks, we have been planning our own family vacation. We're just going to do like a little trip up to a lake just in our state. And we're going to just spend the week on the lake, just relaxing and swimming. And it's going to be so fun. But I'm also planning a solo trip, like a long weekend or something, because something that my husband and I have really been trying to be more intentional about over the last year or so is taking equal time away. My husband is a really avid hunter. And so in the fall, he spends a lot of weekends away on hunting trips or like going to hunting camp and spending time with his friends up there. And, you know, over the years, I kind of found that I was getting resentful because he had the freedom to just take off for the weekend or, you know, he usually takes a week long trip with his dad out to, you know, a hunting camp that's further away. And so I got resentful because I didn't have that opportunity. And like, I didn't really have anywhere that I would go or like get away to. And so I never took that time. But we're trying really hard to be more mindful about me taking equal time off so that I have that opportunity to recharge and replenish my mental health and spend time with my friends and by myself because I'm a super introvert and just kind of have no agenda and no one to be responsible for except for myself. So that is what I am loving this week because I am really just starting to kind of think about what I want to do and plan it. And it's nice to have something like that to look forward to. (laughs) 
Yeah, I was just going to say, I know that we've talked about it in previous episodes, but just that idea of anticipation can lead to like a lot more happiness if you take time to really enjoy that like prep time before you're actually there. So it's really cool that you have something to look forward to. And I really (laughs) love the like planning your own time away because I think that, you know, just by the nature of how things have panned out, I think that women oftentimes their vacations in the summer are all family vacations, which are just as much work as, you know, just any, I mean, just as being like in your daily life. So it's really nice for you to have some time. Yeah. Like what I always say is that taking a family vacation is just parenting in a less convenient location. (laughs) Yeah. I was remembering your like summer vacation from last year. So yeah, it was just like a lot of work. (laughs) Anyway, that is really awesome. (laughs) Well, let's dive right into today's topic. So we're kind of in this series of how your insecurities are showing up in leadership. And it's kind of us taking an opportunity to look at different types of really common mindsets or, you know, issues with boundaries and that kind of a thing that crop up when people haven't been able to kind of take the opportunity to self-reflect and figure out where they need to grow. And so that's what we want to help you with. Because if you're one of those people that doesn't take all your PTO or it's like, almost like a burden to have to take PTO or time away from work, then this is something that I think could really help you because it's important. Even if you absolutely adore your job and it's a huge passion for you, everybody needs that time to kind of step away and, you know, gain perspective and just focus on something different for a while. And oftentimes that can kind of really prompt those creative juices to get flowing again, get you out of a rut if you've been in a rut and get you thinking about things differently, which can really help you come back with a fresh outlook and fresh perspective on everything. Yeah, definitely. I'm someone that used to work seven days a week and it wasn't until I started taking my actual two days off that I realized that I am so much more creative, like you were saying, and I have better perspective on issues I was dealing with at work when I wasn't in it every single day, like just putting out fires and not having time to kind of reflect on anything that's happened in the previous five days. So I can attest to the fact that you need that time off. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. So we're going to start off talking about what this, you know, outward manifestation of like not taking your PTO, like what that could be indicative of, like your just internal mental state. So Val, do you want to kick us off with number one? Sure. A lot of times being afraid to take time off from work is because you have a fear of delegating. And so the concept that you don't want anyone else to do kind of the activities on your plate. And so you feel because of the nature of either owning a business or running a team, there's often something every day and you 
feel like you need to be there to kind of address each particular one. And so we just did an episode 62 on delegating. So if you find that you are someone that really does struggle to delegate and feel like you can't, if your to-do list isn't done, you can't like leave for your time off, then you should check out that episode. So it's episode 62. (laughs) And we'll link that down in the show notes. So you can just jump right over to that one when you're done with this. Number two is needing to control or micromanage. And this often comes from just obviously based on the title of this, like an insecurity issue and, you know, feeling like the story that that comes from is that you're the only one who can do it the right way. But once you kind of have the opportunity to grow in your leadership, you realize that there's more than one way to solve a problem. And oftentimes your other teammates or your direct reports or whoever, they're able to possibly see a different approach that might be more efficient or might make more sense. And so Getting more comfortable with letting go a little bit and letting go of some of that control and not micromanaging so much. You know, there's obviously oversight that needs to happen. You know, when you delegate a project or a task to somebody else, especially if it's, you know, one of the first times that they've taken that on. But there's a difference between monitoring and micromanaging. You know, you definitely want to have the trust and the faith in your team that they're able to do a good job without you dictating every step of the way. And that's what helps them to grow in their leadership and their skills. And that's the whole point of being a leader is to grow more leaders. So that's number two. Number three is being busy as a status symbol. Thankfully, we're kind of coming out of the culture where being busy is like a cool thing to say. Like everyone's either busy or tired all the time. And (laughs) just the number of times you catch yourself being like, I'm so busy. But I do think that the culture is shifting a little bit where that's not a positive thing anymore. But it used to be something that was super like positive and just showed like how dedicated you were and all of those like little things that go along with that. But one thing to keep in mind with that particular thing is the message you're sending to your staff. And it's like, you're only worthy if you work 24 seven, you're only worthy if you like give your all to your job. And I think that is like a really dangerous precedent to be setting either as an entrepreneur or as the leader of your team. It's just like, really unrealistic expectations. And also like you want effective and efficient and like well-developed staff, not people that just work, work, work all the time. And so I think just being really mindful, that isn't like the culture you really truly want to set at your company. Yeah. And just to add on to that, I think that Something that I've noticed is true for myself, and I suspect it's probably true for a lot of other people, is that when I don't have really firm guardrails on like what my start time is and what my end time is on my work day, 
I find that I waste a lot more time because I don't have that like mental boundary, I guess, of saying like, okay, I am ending my workday at five o'clock. So I need to get X, Y, and Z done before that. Once I started being a lot more intentional about leaving work at a certain time and not doing work outside of the office, like unless there was something out of the ordinary that happened that I had to deal with, I was so much more productive. So that's another thing to kind of keep in mind is that condensing your work days and your work hours might actually help you get more done because there's almost like a sense of urgency about what you do on a day-to-day and you have to kind of pick and choose like, oh, is this worth my time or should I be focusing more on this more important project? So just keep that in mind too. Yeah. I think that's like really valuable. I remember that I had a co-manager a long time ago at a previous job who was like definitely like a nine to five person and like left at five on the dot every day. And I was just like, oh, I'm salaried. I can like work as late as I need to make sure I get it done and all of that. And she definitely was much more effective in her time. (laughs) And I feel like you're right. Like you don't feel like an urgency to your work and it allows you to kind of just build an extra sort of procrastination. So especially as a an entrepreneur, this is something to truly keep in mind that you probably are better off setting very specific hours for work because there is that sort of instinct and desire to kind of work all the time. So I definitely recommend kind of setting a schedule. And in the same vein, there is oftentimes with this inability to take all your PTO, there's an inability to set healthy boundaries there. And so, you know, this is kind of similar to what we were just talking about, but on a bigger scale. So if you're not able to set the boundaries of like, okay, I'm going on vacation from this day to this day, and I'm not going to be reachable, that kind of sends a message to your team If you're doing that, it gives them permission to do the same and to completely unplug from work and enjoy their family, enjoy their leisure time. But if you are sending emails while you're out of the office on vacation or like at a doctor's appointment or, you know, traveling or anything like that, even though you might tell them that it's totally acceptable for them to take their personal time and not do work while they're on vacation or whatever on PTO, it just goes back to the whole, like your actions speak louder than your words. Like they don't feel like they are, I don't know, I guess like demonstrating the work ethic that you would expect if that's something that you do. So It might be difficult to switch that mindset for you, but just think of it as like a leading by example. And like, this is you demonstrating for your team how you want them to create work-life balance for themselves. And number five is a fear of being replaced. And this is the idea that everyone around you is thinking when you're on vacation that, oh, wow, we actually function really well without her or um, we don't really need her to like 
run this company or, you know, if you're the owner of the company, it's like, oh, wow, it's so much easier when she's not here. Just kind of all of those like insecurities coming out. And it's funny because I like was thinking about this when I was like, oh, I don't ever do that. But I realized that (laughs) I was attending a really big meeting a few years ago and or we had like kind of a weekly big meeting and I had to miss it a couple of times. And I'm like, they're going to realize it's so much better when I'm not there. Cause I do a lot of the talking in a meeting. And like, so it does actually come out, not just in like you taking time off in general, but just the fear of missing out when it comes to business. And I think, you know, just kind of really examining that piece and where that's coming from. If it's coming from like, sort of like need to be liked or people pleasing or any of that kind of thing, like where those feelings are coming from. But just knowing that like people don't generally think like, oh, wow, that person is like (laughs) really difficult to work with just because you're not there and taking your time off. So just understanding that people will appreciate that you're not like setting, as we've talked about those like unhealthy expectations of having to be at every single event, every single meeting, every single, you know, being at work every single day, that kind of thing. Yeah. And I think that the times that somebody will be like, oh, wow, it is really nice when she's not here. That only happens if you are toxic. Like if you are an unhealthy presence in the team, they're going to notice like, oh, it's kind of nice not having this black cloud hanging over us all day. (laughs) But if you are truly a good leader and you respect your team and your team respects you, then it's actually going to look better for you if people can carry on when you're not around and you have trained your team to be able to pick up the slack and carry the team in your absence. So something to keep in mind if that's kind of a mindset thing for you. Yeah, that is so true. I think it just is a testament to how much you've grown your team that they are able to function without you. So I think that's an excellent point. Yeah. And definitely like don't discount yourself. Like, even though you might think, oh, well, it's going to look like I'm not doing anything if I'm not there, you're often blind to the impact that you have on the team. But everybody else is going to recognize that you have a positive presence and that you actually bring a lot to the team. So, even though in your mind, your stress and insecurity and anxiety might be telling you that like you need to prove your worth, just remind yourself that you bring a lot to the team. And in your absence, like they will notice that, you know, it's not like there's going to be just like an empty seat that nobody notices. You know, people are going to appreciate your input, build your confidence up and know that you are a valuable member of your team with valuable input and people notice that. So that wraps up this episode of the Brazen Podcast. If this sounds like, you know, we're speaking to you and you have this issue with not wanting to take your PTO for all the different reasons that we talked about, 
then you probably would benefit from the manager training that Valerie hosts. And so this is like a 90-minute personalized coaching intensive. And you guys will just dig into your own you know, leadership strengths and your leadership struggles and develop a plan on how to build your leadership from there. So if you are interested in that, I will put the link in the show notes below so you can click right over to that and learn more and apply for a coaching opportunity there. You can also check it out on our website, www.brazenwomen.com. And that pretty much wraps it up for today. So come back next week and we'll have more for you. And until then, keep being brazen. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Brazen Podcast. We'd love to hear more about your parenthood or child-free journey. So please feel free to email us at hello at brazenwomen.com. If you liked this episode, please rate, review, and share the episode so we can get the word out there. We'll be back here next Tuesday, but in the meantime, keep being brazen.